This is The Big Show with Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show on a football Friday. Jake Scott, Alema Harrington, Coach Ron McBride. We are broadcasting live today from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. In fact, uh, we're set up pretty well this week, guys. Yeah, we have... This is nice. Very, you look quite comfortable, Coach. They haven't sold it yet. No, that's your spot. It's my spot. <laughs> that's your maybe, spot. Maybe I just put my name on it. <laughs> well, maybe it, maybe after the season it could head home with you. Yeah, you know, take Coach. It, take it to the. It crib. looks good. It, it looks look good on you, Coach. It does. <laughs> yeah. Very. How are you doing over there, Alema? You're I'm, you're. I'm hanging out on. This is the couch, and the coach is over on the split love seat. Split love. Yeah. Right. With the uh, with the uh, console in the middle, with the USB ports. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I, I, I love I love this set. I like the stitching on it, and uh, I'm I'm interested because uh, I'm curious what the boom, the coach the coach Max special on this set will be today. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if the right person comes yeah. in. Well, yeah, that's a that's a good tease. Maybe we won't officially, you know, announce it because I don't want yeah. I don't want to. No, we're, not, things, we're not doing any official announcement. But yeah. this but could we, be a very special edition. This thing could walk out of here for free. <laughs> uh, so stay tuned. Uh, we could be ha- we could have a very special visitor at some point during the show here on a football Friday at the warehouse, eighteen twenty five South. 300 West. We have a lot to talk about. So last week uh, I missed you. Yes, I I, uh, I you said, "Hey Logan. guys, let's go to Logan." And then <laughs> yeah. all, of, all of a sudden, you two are like, "Well, I've got high school games, and how am I supposed to get here or there?" And yeah, well, I I have to be at at the school at five, and uh, I'll be in Logan. <laughs> and I tell you what, I, I actually, I was so excited. First of all, the Murdochs up there are great. Uh, but uh, Logan's a cool town. Oh, I, it is a great yeah, town. I like yes. Logan. I, I enjoyed my little jaunt up it there. It has developed week. nicely. Oh, my God. They right? Got, you know, the, the sad thing is <laughs> all those guys who are working for Gary bought really nice houses <laughs> yeah. out there yeah. in a new section. Yeah. And TJ had a great house out there. And then. Uh, a couple of the other guys, it, it just a lot of space and big houses and and nice yards yeah. and and with the idea, well, we're going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and the valley is just gorgeous. I mean, yeah, it's, and, it's, hey, it's beautiful. It all changed. Hey, in the coaching world, you never know. Speaking of, you know who I saw last night, Coach? Who? At the Corner Canyon. Chad Kawaha. Chad Kawaha. Yeah, yeah. My he, man. He was at our game, too. Yeah. You know. So he, was, he came by. He's checking out. He's coaching defensive line at UNLV. Um, you know, a legendary player, of course, at, uh, at uh, the University of Utah. And then did some nice work with you at Weber State. Oh, yeah. Right? So when when uh, I found him in, in – um, in Maui, right? Right. Okay, so Maui Mike was my guy, right? <laughs> so we're over there for a coach's deal, right? Yeah. So I'm with Maui Mike, and I said, who's the best athlete 
on the island. He says, this kid Chad Kahaha, right? <laughs> so I said, yeah, I want to meet the kid, right? So we get together, and the kid, he was a prop kid. Yeah. Non-qualifier. And he had, he had committed to UH, but he couldn't get in, right? I said, we're, we were taking props at that time. Yeah. So I said, hey, we'll prop you at Utah, dude. And his grand, he was raised by his grandparents. Yeah. And so his grandpa and grandma kind of sponsored him, you know, helped him out financially. And uh, bring it in, And he was a great player for us. What a great fit he was. Boy. I, I still remember covering I, that group at that time when they were there, you know, and Chad was there and Donnie Utu. Donnie, yeah, right? Donnie, Donnie Utu. <laughs> <laughs> the Kiyomatu boys. Yeah. I can remember driving. The Kiyomatu boys had just moved from Tonga to Hawaii, right? Never played football, yeah. either one of them. So I'm driving by this. I always drive by the seminary, went over there just to check the kids out to yeah. see what they look like going into seminaries, right? So here's these two kids. Standing out in the street, right? Monsters. I pull right over. Hey, dude, you play football? Rugby. Rugby. I said, football, football. Well, we're going to try. I said, what's your name? You know, it was Chris and, and, yeah. and, uh, and his brother, right? And so, and, uh, and Maki. So, so I said, man, if those two kids can play, there'll be something. Yeah. And so we ended up getting all three of them, three of the brothers. And uh, that one year we made a haul over there yeah. of, of players. Thus began yeah. the, the, the University of Utah pipeline to Hawaii. What previously had been dominated by Lavelle Edwards and Norm Chow. Yeah. Well, they no, used to get everybody. Yep. But Norm Chow got a little bit lazy <laughs> and and took things for granted. And the big the big the big one at that time was Kataoli Valley. Yeah. Yeah. And he fast and prayed and whoop, went to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember because I think one of the last hauls that BYU made was the Atawayas yeah. and um, and uh, Itula Mili. Yeah. And then, then after that, those are two Kahuku kids. Right. And then after that, it started to dry up for BYU. That's right. <laughs> yes. I took over the yes, island. Yes, he did. <laughs> there was a new mayor in Laie. <laughs> hey, it, it changed the trajectory of the did. whole of the entire it, program. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly That's amazing, right. though. You just pulled over to the side of the road. So <laughs> you'd be like, hey, you've got to pull over. Yeah, but hey, just check them out. The man. eyeball test. See. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's 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 a great story. So he he's here scouting, huh? Huh? Uh, yeah, Chad, no, Chad Kahaha Chad, Chad was King, but so, a few games last night. Yeah, so Chad was a real hard-headed kid when he first came, hard to manage, you know, because he was just and he and um, oh man, the other D linemen roomed together, boy, and uh, both. Both tough, to, <laughs> both tough, tough to manage to begin with, you know. And Chad had one of those, you know, his he, he could go off at any minute like that, and then you'd have to, you know, 
you'd have to swear at him a lot to bring him back into line, right? <laughs> call, him, call him a bunch of unsocial names. <laughs> and then he'd look at you like, and you know, those kids are taught to respect their elders, yeah, you know, yeah. so, so he wouldn't punch me, you know, but, <laughs> but he would have liked to have punched me, you know. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, he's he's certainly been a lot of spots and is a really good coach. Well, yeah. I tell you what, I brought when I came to take the Weaver job. He's the first guy I got in contact with yeah. because he's really a tough guy, and and really would play through a lot of pain. Would play, you know, would play through anything, and never missed the game no matter what. He could be on one leg and he still play, and so you needed that type of guy to help change that the that Weaver concept of how you're supposed to play the game so you need coaches that understood that type of you know huh. and and he's the first guy he's the first guy i went after i said yo judge want to come back over here you know and his wife was big at in the islands i was staying in the islands because her parents were there her sisters sure. were there sports system yeah. yeah and so that was kind of a tough move and then she and her parents ended up moving to boise so then that made it a little bit easier. Yeah. And her, I think one of her sisters moved to Boise, too. So. Well, I got a chance to – I'm sure you you maybe got a chance to talk with him last last night. I got a chance to, to uh, chat with, with him for a second as uh, he was coming by. And, uh, you know, I asked him, like, who are you looking at? at? And, and then, of course, your name comes up, and he is so just forever grateful. Uh, coach, to you oh, for yeah. taking you know a chance on him, a prop kid out of what Baldwin High School in Mount Baldwin, yeah, and uh, and look look at at what you know he's been able to do for his family yeah, as Joe, a result. Yeah, Joe that. Balongi Tao. <laughs> Is that your? <laughs> <laughs> that, was his, that was his coach. Uh, uh, by the way, my my wife just texted me. What she said, and, and she said, uh, "Here, here, I'll I'll read it." She says. Everybody, uh, everyone needs a Maui mic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what. So, you want a, you want a free car in Hawaii? Maui mic. You want a free place to stay? Maui mic. You want you want a free, Maui you want, guy. you want to get into a show free? Maui mic. So everybody needs that guy. Everybody everyone needs that guy. Needs that guy. That's right. Yeah. So and so, yeah. And, and uh, but Maui, he was great, great dude. Still, still over there. He was a wrestling coach at at uh, Baldwin. Yeah, and uh, and also helped with football, but he was mainly wrestling coach. Isn't it interesting that those types of relationships that you build? I mean, as we mentioned, uh, change the trajectory of Utah yeah. football, and and you still see those effects today. And that was twenty five years yeah, ago. Long time ago. Ish. Yeah. And so that's that's pretty amazing. And so now my guy is Lenny Tejada. Ah, I see. Yeah. So, so Lenny, Lenny takes care of one side of the island. Maui Mike <laughs> takes care of the other side of the island. <laughs> so, oh man, that's funny. so. When I was when I was playing golf, I just go, hey Lenny, we're coming over, and then he had to hook up on all the golf courses, yeah. and then Jack, the guy who does your bags and stuff. Just drive up, Jack. Get the bags. <laughs> Good to and, go. And he'd have all the balls too. He got, hey, coach, I just got some new balls. I got them for you. Awesome. You know? And it was like, you know, and and, uh, and then Gordon worked at the Marriott, and so he took care of things there. And 
you know, I had that. You're good to go. Had, yeah. You are good to go. You I, I, had that, I, <laughs> I need to go to Hawaii with treat, one of you Coach two. is royalty. In, in Hawaii, the, the royal fa- family, is the, the king is the ali'i. And and, uh, and Coach Mack is the ali'i. He gets treated. Whenever he comes to a different island, he has people that will receive him and make sure that everything is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> the, the Polynesian culture is hospitality-orientated. And family oriented, you know. So there, so if you're in that culture, that's automatically what what they do. You know what I mean? And yeah, don't worry, we got this. Don't worry, we got this. Don't worry, we got this. I mean, that's just part of the culture. It's a family culture, and they, and if you're part of the family, then you know that's kind of the way it is. Very interesting. Well, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit about football. Let's, yes. Let's get into. Uh, we can start with you, Alema. The BYU came out victorious. The BYU. Uh, the BYU. The BYU top ten in the country. Yes. Rolling, rolling. Regardless of what the quarterback situation is, you know, you see Conover come in and didn't have a great game. But you know, we be, we talk every week. It's like we come in. We're going to talk about BYU. We're going to talk about Tyler Algiers. This kid is just absolutely phenomenal. I tell you what, what a player, right? And what a what a gift that is to any quarterback, whether it's Romney or Conover, or you know, if Hall plays this week, to be able to turn around and hand the ball off. And against a team like Boise State, who's not great against the run, um, you know, I, I think that Algiers and and Katoa. Are, are both guys that you can lean on in any situation offensively. And there, there's a beauty of having a run game that you can rely on, depend on, to give you a, you know, uh, a, a series of plays where you can keep the ball for 10 plays or more and just grind out uh, the clock. Algier is my, f- my favorite player. Yeah. Because he's a tough guy, he's got ability, and he plays every play. I mean, I mean, I during that the the spring league this last year or the fall, whatever you call it, before you know the one where they went undefeated, uh, BYU. Yeah, mm-hmm. I tell you what, I just absolutely fell in love with the way the kid plays the game. And uh, so he's he's kind of my yeah he he's kind of the guy the last year you know the and he came out of nowhere you know well he was a linebacker yeah yeah he, he wasn't even playing the position wasn't playing the position wasn't you know scholarship you know no. he's a guy that that came on and then they needed some help at 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 uh, um, linebacker he's like hey I I can do that and but he's you said this before coach. That yeah, he can play linebacker, but this kid is a running back. Yeah, like his DNA is running back. Yeah, and and he can be a great linebacker for you, but he's playing out of position, and so and and you know it, it's funny because it reminds me a little bit of uh, uh, um, Harvey Longy. Because yeah. Harvey, when he went to Utah, and they said, well, we're going to make him a linebacker. I'm like, ah, I don't want to see him as a linebacker because I loved watching him run in high school. But right. I think they, that, that he understood that his path to the NFL mm-hmm. for, for Harvey was going to be as a linebacker. Right. So then, then even though he played a little bit of running back at BYU, you know, the majority of his time was at linebacker. And, and 
he was a very capable linebacker too, but I, I think he's got a lot of running back DNA, Harvey Lange. Yep. But I love watching uh, Tyler Algiers run the ball. Yeah, because absolutely. he he runs he runs with authority. Yeah, and they got a nice compliment because the other kid is a tough downhill kid. Uh, yeah, Kadoa. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they they you know sometimes you just get lucky you know I mean. I mean, you got a guy there, and some, and they, you know, they probably saying, "Well, we need another running back. Who could play running back?" Well, Algier. Let's move move Algier over there and see see what he can do. And all of a sudden, for probably the first three or four reps, he takes it going. Where's where's this kid been all my life? Right. (laughs) Uh, It's funny you say that. Have you ever? uh, I'm sure you have, Coach. But the story of how. Uh, uh, Sean Smith, who was a receiver at Utah under Witt for a while, and yeah. ended up a corner. And then, how many years did he play yeah. in the NFL? I mean, he was a he was a oh, great yeah. player. It was just a receiver Brent Castile talking trash and or, or talking trash to a corner, and then and Sean jumping in and said, "Yeah, I can cover better than you, and I don't even play your position." <laughs> and they're dinking around in practice, and all of a sudden he's covering a receiver, and the coach sees it. And that next practice, hey, why don't you? Well, you, why don't you try that again? Well, you know who was great at moving uh, running backs to corners was Dick Tomey. Yeah. Huh. yeah be, we'd be out there because he was a defensive guy, yeah. right? So he'd say, there'd be uh, Quicksilver, you know, was a running back. He'd say, hey, um, I think we ought to look at Quicksilver. <laughs> I said, Coach, he's a tailback. No, I don't think so. I think he might be, <laughs> he might be a corner. Yeah, quick He's si- building that desert swarm. Yeah, Quicksilver. Okay, <laughs> let's move him over. <laughs> hey, it's paid off. Paid off for yeah. a lot of players. Hey, big big game though, Coach. I'm curious your thoughts on this BYU game because should, should we tease that? We can get to it next. Let's tease yeah, it. Yeah, let's tease it. I want to get hey, coach's thoughts. I got I got some I got Here comes Tom. Oh, uh, boom, boom, boom. Boom everyone. Boom. There boom. he is. That's our guy. Tom Yo Curl. Tom. Tom Curl is in the house. What 18, a sight. 25 South 300 West. It is uh we're here at the warehouse football Friday. Uh We'll, we'll be back on the other side. We'll have Tom jump on the show, of course, okay. if he's able. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined now by BYU Athletic Director Tom Holmo. What are you doing now to make sure when that time comes that you hit the ground running? I think there's ideas that we're working on right now. The first and most important is personnel. We have to have the right people in the right places. And we have two years of competition to be able to work through those issues. The second would be strategy. There are some strategic things that we're going to do a little bit different. It's because of the scope and scale of how things are. And then resources is the third. That's something where we have to really pay attention and be able to make sure that we do the right thing when we use these valuable funds that the donors and season ticket holders and corporate sponsors entrust to us. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. the holidays I believe 
Hey, Tom Curl's sitting right here. He is here for the latest In the flesh. He's in my favorite chair over here. Hey, Tom. It's great to see you. You're here. You're back on the show. Jake, I missed you, brother. I missed you, brother. It is so good to see you. I don't know what I'm sitting on, but I got to take one of these home. <laughs> well, hey, I, hey, we can make you a deal. <laughs> you got you got a boom price for I me, I do coach? have a boom price. Yes, I do. Do you remember when Coach gave away a whole house for five thousand bucks? <laughs> for five thousand bucks. <laughs> I think I'm still paying for that one. <laughs> I think you are too. Yeah. How about this and this and this? What, what are we going to do it for? How about five grand? <laughs> the whole house. The whole, the whole house. Oh man. Hey, we gave away the store. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. So much hey, great time. So you know who came in here the other day, called me from here, said, I'm here, I want to boom. Cyrus Satafunga, right? Yeah. So he gets, I forget who the guy was, the, the guy working. And I said, I said, well, put the, the salesman on. I said, hey, dude. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and, so, and so he bought one of those recliner beds that goes up and yeah. down, right? And, he, and I think he got the thing where it lights up. Yeah, the top of the line. And he called me and said, yeah, this is a boom price. <laughs> and then Doug Galasai calls me about a half hour later. Hey, coach, <laughs> you got any more boom prices? I said, yeah, just go down. We'll get to have any more water. Yeah, right here. Hey, right there. That's just for you. Uh, yeah. Hey, this has been our home. This has been our home. This we, has been our home. We, we tell people all the time we, we send our loved ones here because we That's know right. how well they're going to be taken care of. And, Tom, you'd be so proud of your boys. I know you are, but, but your boys uh, did a great job uh, the, taking care of our listeners down here. I haven't been here in 10 months. Where you go? I back. haven't been here since last December. Yeah, that's amazing. Your crew, your crew's good though. Yep, they've done a great job. Anybody who says COVID's not real, yeah, and I was one of them, Coach. Really, COVID not only real, it's a plague. It's bad. Yeah, it sure is. It's, yeah, that's affected a lot of lives. My family will never be the same. Yeah, I'm back, but I'm. I'm far from normal. Yeah. yeah. I'm on a lung transplant list. I'm going to have to get a new lung eventually. Till then, I'm oxygen dependent, yeah. like you can't believe. Sure. Anyway, I think we need this boom chair at my house, though, because I, yeah. I, I don't have anything that reclines. My wife is, like, not a recliner girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's not a recliner girl. Well, we got to fix that. Oh, we're fixing it today, I think. Yeah, I know a boom price that I can afford. And, <laughs> and, and, and we'll have it delivered. Yeah. I've got my good friend Don Wiscombe here. We'll yep. put it in his truck, and I'll deliver it. Yes. There you go. I won't carry it in, but I'll, I'll <laughs> ride in the truck. <laughs> uh, you know, the hardest thing, Jake, is I couldn't stand up. Yeah. I had to, it took me three and a half months to bear weight with two people under my oh, arms. Oh, man. 
and I I've taught my I haven't taught myself I have incredible therapists you know the difference between a physical therapist and a terrorist Jake (laughs) you can negotiate with the terrorist (laughs) you can't negotiate with your therapist I tell you what if you if you got a good therapist that's very important I've had the best coach so what what you were in IHC right I was in IHC and they tell me I'm the longest survivor in the history of IMC ICU units. I spent 223 days in the ICU unit. Wow. Well, you always did things big time. I don't want to be yeah. proud of that one. No, I, tell you what, I wanted to be there for one day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have new hardware, Coach. What do you got? Check this out. Oh, my God. What is it? That's one of those, yeah. Tracheostomy. Yeah. Clayton told me I need to, I need to go to Home Depot and put a bolt in there. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, heck with the bolt. Let's go to a tattoo shop and let's get a gauge and let's gauge it. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty unique. That would be certainly unique. Well, I'm trying to smile because it makes me feel good. But don't make me laugh. It hurts. <laughs> well, seeing you, Tom, makes us smile, man. And I, it, a lot, uh, so many listeners have reached out to us over the past few months to ask how you were and, and concerned about you. And you know what? You, you, you've impacted a lot of lives. Thank you. I, I don't want to waste any more time. This is your show, not the Tom Poor Pit and Me show. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, we were just about to talk BYU Boise State. Yes. Oh, my Cougars are having a time, aren't they? Yes, They're they are. On a roll, Coach. I missed... I'm I miss talking football with Coach. Yeah, hey, hey, all those BYU people coming out of the closet. <laughs> Look at your boy. He got a Y on his shirt bigger than three people ought to have. Well, <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I I I own a couple of things that have Ys on them. Okay, well. a couple of dozen. <laughs> I should have worn them. I'm wearing BYU blue, you but blue. it's more like North Carolina blue. Yeah, it's kind of a light blue. Well, yeah. BYU can't make up what it's mine what blue they are anyway. Well, so I think BYU is that. in this color blue this weekend. Navy. In the navy, navy blue this weekend. And I'm not sure what they'll be in, uh, you know, the, the following weekend. But I, I follow on Twitter. I saw some pictures on Instagram. Trackers. Yeah to find out what, you know, teams are wearing because that has become a thing. Yeah. And BYU has long been a Nike, not just a Nike school. There's plenty of schools that get Nike gear, but their contract with Nike is bigger than that. Always has been, I think, from the beginning. I remember there was a time when when BYU was wearing kangaroos. Remember the shoe, the kangaroo shoe? Yeah, I do. And then... Uh, Coach Edwards, because of the success of BYU, they got the Nike deal. And now you walk into their locker room, they have a whole Nike display. And um, it's a big deal. So, and they're doing a nice job. Billy's doing a great job down there with the uniforms and the way that the team looks and the uh, presentation, if you will. Because it, uh, it is, uh, it's a show. You know, a college football game is a show. I think I told you, Coach. I think I told you that Coach Witt lives across the street from yeah. me. So I live in a very 
deep blooded red, red blood. Red neighborhood. Yeah. But uh, my blue brings out a little bit of purple, so you'd be proud of that. Good. <laughs> Weber State purple. Yep, I like yeah, Weber's my team too. Red and blue makes purple so we can all love we can all love Utah until they play BYU. Yeah, but uh, this, then, year, this year was a disaster. No, I actually, this year was quite nice. Somebody told me it was for me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I deserved it, Coach. It, well, and I tell you what, BYU deserved it because they, they outplayed the youths, and there was no question about who the better team was on that day. And um, and when so there wasn't any excuses for anybody to make. You know, after if, if we'd have done this, if we'd have got this, if we'd have done this, we'd have got that. It was... It was decided on the field, and the team that was a better team that day won. And BYU's tough, Tom. Like, like physically tough. Uh, Coach Anderson from Utah State then came on our station uh, the next Monday and just talked about how BYU beat them up up and down the field. I mean, yeah, they, they, a, they did. It's a really, it's a really tough, tough, hard-nosed team. I've never heard Kyle say after a game that. I would have bet my house we'd beat him in the trenches. Yeah. And I would have lost my house. Yeah. I wish he would have bet me. I could take his house. <laughs> <laughs> you like you like his house better than yours? <laughs> I'm gonna take the fifth. Okay. Because my wife would get mad if okay. I was honest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what. BYU has uh, the opportunity to do something special. I, I think they're going to beat Boise State this week, regardless of who yeah. starts a quarterback. Well, you know what? What do you think, Coach? Because I'm, I'm curious. Okay, you so might start the freshman. Let's say you start they're not, the freshman. They're not starting the freshman. They're starting the Hall kid. Okay. Okay, so, so let's forget Now, about you have an insight on that, or I that's do. just your gut? I know, I, I know. I know. Yeah. I know the whole starting, and then and then um, the freshman kid's probably the backup, and the other, Romney will probably sit this week. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the thing is, the new head coach at Boise is a defensive guy, right? Mm-hmm. And they've been struggling against the run. You know, this, this year at Boise. Yeah. And the guy, you know, and that's why they hired him because he's a defensive genius, you know. And so, but I, I don't think his, you know, so far anyway, they haven't, they have, they've been having trouble stopping people. Yeah, that's, that's my, my thing with BYU the BYU, as you like to call them, Coach, mm-hmm. is that right now it, it's almost irrelevant who the quarterback is. Obviously, that's an important position on the field. But the way that they're running the ball right now and the way that Boise is not being able to stop the run, then you know I'd be more concerned if, if BYU – or if, if Boise was a better defensive team. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't come out on Saturday and tomorrow be able to, to you know, do yeah. some things. Or, you know, you're talking about, you know, the coach being a defensive guy. Right. You're like, they, they've been studying this film and last year's film where Algiers, mm-hmm. you know, had a great game up at Boise. Right. They're, they're, they're studying that film and trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to stop this offense? So I, I, I would expect that they've got a game plan, that they're coming in with uh, a game plan to stop Algiers and Katoa 
and try to make whether it's a you know a, a Jaron Hall who's recovering from rib injuries or the freshman make life hard on him and make him pass the ball. Yeah. So you you know um, doesn't matter what scheme they come up with if if uh, if they're out personnel in the front and BYU's uh, schemes on, on on the offensive line side are are pretty basic, you know, because they're they're kind of a zone gap type off and big guys and they move the ball and, they, and they're good finishers. So I don't care what they line up in, the BYU offensive lineman will be able to pick up anything they're doing, mm-hmm. so it won't matter. And usually if you try to design something uh, to take advantage, usually when you do that, you you leave some gaps open because maybe a linebacker scrapes too wide or or something, and then it opens a crease. Yeah. And you got you got two good crease runners, and the Algier kid's going to break a tackle. So if you're not a great tackler, he's going to break a tackle. And um, I'd like to I'd like to know how many yak yards that the kid has. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, obviously the running back coach keeps that stat. So I'd be interested to know how many how many. Uh, how much yard he gets after the initial hit, and my guess he'd probably be. He, how many yards does he have so far this year? We'll have to look it up. Here I can get it. Six hundred ninety or something. Is that what it is? That sounds about right. Well, it's coming off a game last week when he just you know ran roughshod over the Aggies. He sure did. You know the the question because he was number eight in rushing last year. Mm-hmm. Right in 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 uh, in college football. So the question is: Is this kid and and BYU has you know a, a Doak Walker Award winner in Luke Staley? Right. Is this kid as good as better? He's a very different runner. Right. Than than Luke Staley was, but is this guy is he capable of taking home the Doak Walker Award? And I would say that, that, you know, from the college football I'm watching, there's good running backs out there. I don't know that I've seen a better runner this year than Tyler Algiers. Here's, here's the numbers, by the way. 101 attempts, 569 yards, an average of 5.6 yards per carry, and seven touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. So. And what, what's his long this year? Uh, 67. Okay. So that's good. You know, that's that's the beauty because you got a lot of guys that are good power running backs, right. but their longest run might be 30 yards right. because they, they'll end up getting caught. But Algiers has enough speed. He's not a burner, but he's got enough speed, and, and he plays angles well that that he, you know, has these extended runs. I think there was a, a, a run that he had at the end of, of the Utah State game where it was coming towards the end, the, the the defender had an angle on him. This is not the one he took into the end zone, but mm-hmm. the defender had an angle on him. And because he's capable of turning back, and this he loves doing this, the, the defender has the angle, and instead of just going to the sideline, he'll come back right at the defender and draw the contact, right? And and he's the he's the initiator, even at the end of a run like that. That that tells me that that this is a kid that loves contact. Well, like he likes to hit. Well, he could run for two hundred yards this week because Boise State can't stop the run. Yeah. 
I mean, Boise might have to. Hanson Scotty were putting it at, you know, throw for 350 yards on offense just to, to keep up. But I don't know if they're going to have the ball to do that because I expect Algier just yeah. to run all game long. It could, could tell what, too. I mean, it's they should be able to do and we that. Talk, you know, we talk about Katoa like he's, you know, uh, you know, the, uh, kind of the secondary back, and he is kind of the the other part of this running game. But Katoa is a hard runner, too. He he does he doesn't have the build that Algiers has. I still remember doing an Ameri- American Fort game b- before he left on his missions when he was last year in high school, a senior, and he had like twenty three carries uh, against Lone Peak. You saw a big rivalry game, like mm-hmm. twenty three carries in the first half. And and was durable all the way to the end. Now he's suffered some injuries in his college career, but he's still a durable running back too, and a powerful run. He can break some tackles too. He's right. not Al- Algiers, but he's got a different kind of component to him. So we got this kid at Juan Diego Larson, running back. Yeah, kid is unbelievable. Lower half guy. He reminds me so much of Trevin Smith. You know, he had up at up at Weber. But he's a little shorter guy, you know, but he's he's so powerful in the lower body, you know, and he he uh you know, he's he's averaging around two hundred yards a game. Yeah. And the kid is is at he, he never goes down on the initial hit ever. You know, he's just one of those one of those guys that's uh, you know, he's got he's got vision, he's got he's got a good lower half, he's he's a he's a really interesting player you know i mean I, th- I think he's i think he's the second level guy i think he'll be he'll play he'll play someplace yeah and and, uh, and do quite well i'll tell you you know the run game is is so and even for passing schools and and so last night i did the corner canyon lone peak game corner canyon was on a streak of 48 wins looking for 49 to set the record uh, of longest win streak in in Utah history, and Lone Peak came out and they took that game from Corner Canyon because of their ability to run the ball. They had great offensive line play, and then they had a couple of uh, Willits and, and Durfee, a couple of running backs with Fitisamanu as a blocker, and then their offensive line was great. But I I, I didn't think Corner Canyon could be beat. I, I didn't. Not at the high school level this year. That's how good they were playing. And Lone Peak beat them by 30 last night. Yeah, I know. It, it, it was, so everybody was, because it was 10-10 at yeah. half. 10-13 at half. 10-13. Lone Peak had the lead, 10-13. Okay. Yeah. And so, and then all of a sudden the game ends up 34 to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right, we'll have more coming up next. We'll talk to Tom. Maybe okay. we'll uh, we'll move some furniture. We'll, yeah, we'll okay. do what Tom does best. Coming up, stay tuned. It is uh, the big show on a football Friday, ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. It's back-to-back Mountain West Conference opponents for the Cougars as they welcome in Boise State to Lavelle Edwards Stadium for a showdown against the Broncos. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Cougar pregame show Saturday at 1230 with the postgame show immediately following the game. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
is the big show on a football Friday at the warehouse. 1825 South, 300 West. Jake Scott, Coach Mac, Alema Harrington. And joining us now on the show, of course, from the warehouse, our friend uh, Tom Curl. And uh, Tom, I, uh, I heard a, a touching story from... Oh, there you go. My sister just walked in. Is that in. your sister? Yeah. Wow. Everybody, hey, you know what? You make a joke about uh, physical therapists on the air, Tom, and lo and behold, uh, uh, one he, comes down and says hi. Dr. Frampton. Dr. Frampton. He was the boss up there, and he kicked my chicken. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you, Dr. Frampton. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Taking good care, and, and uh, is, you, Tom, you were talking about how much great care you received uh, going through Incredible. The- this sister right here is taking care of me like none other. She's an angel. Oh, man. She's an angel. You can't believe it. Well, let's get off that note. That note's what, a little. What's your sister's name? Mary Ann Samuelson. Mary Ann Samuelson. Hi, Mary Ann. Hi, Mary Ann. Thank you. Coach, Thank you. you might know her husband. Oh, Cecil? Cecil's her brother-in-law. Oh, Cecil. I love Cecil. Her husband's Wayne. He's the dean of the med school yeah, right now. Yeah, okay. So her well, husband. Cecil Wayne. was my dude. And then he was your president at, yeah. at, at, at the BYU, right? At the BYU. And so some guy would say, you know, I said, who's your president? Because I knew it was Cecil. I said, that's my guy. <laughs> and the guy said, well, how's he your guy? I said, he used to get his summer jobs. <laughs> you know, and then he was in Hawaii for yeah. a while on the North Shore. And he was doing, um, I forget what his job was. I, he was working with that hospital over there on the, on on the, the North, North Shore. Shore yeah. yeah. So that's family. That's a, hey, that's a good crew right there. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yeah. You know, amazing family, Tom. You have an amazing family. So we're very lucky. Where's Cecil now? Cecil's retired. My God. Someday, Coach. What's he yeah. doing? Marianne, what's Cecil doing now? Uber Grandpa. Ah, Uber Grandpa. Uber Grandpa. All right. Yeah. That's, that's right. what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> Uber Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Run the grandkids around, yeah, yeah and enjoy that. So that sounds like a good job for me. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You still got a job though, Tom. Yeah, right. You still got a job hey, right hey, here. Hey. I said when I grow up. Yeah. yeah. No, no. You, hey. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's right. So uh, you, you haven't got time to be just the guy yeah. hanging out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love it, Coach. Why don't we give a couple of booms? You want to do, do it? it? For, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Where might do you want to start? Might as well. Let's start with, I know they haven't been going crazy because I wouldn't let them go crazy when I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, your son, I got, I got him, I got him, you know, when uh, to go down pretty low on a couple of things. Do I need to ground him, Coach? <laughs> well, yeah. So I, I had to ground it if I you're said, listening. I said, what can we do this for? And then what, I, I said, how? Yeah. How, how much? How much can we do a whole house for? You know, I said the deal we had a pretty good deal before, but you could go a little lower than your bet. <laughs> <laughs> and Clayton's competitive. So, yeah. yeah. And so Clayton, Clayton was, you know, he was all in. Clayton, funny story. Everybody knows Clayton lives in Peru. Yes. Clayton went 
one three-minute round with the number three ranked lightweight in the world last week. Boxing? Boxing. Wow. Boxing. Clayton. And Clayton, well, Clayton got ticked, and Clayton's competitive. Clayton dived and took his legs out and threw him down like it was cage oh, fighting. Wow. <laughs> uh, Clayton, that's not boxing. No, that's not how it works. No. <laughs> I think the guy got mad because then he hit Clayton with the right hook. Okay. It, I could see the bells ringing in his mm. head. He's a boxer now. <laughs> Is there anything Clayton doesn't do? Uh, he likes to do anything, but... Yeah. Hmm. What's he good at? Is the question. Yeah, down there. Uh, good. He's good at just about. He played college soccer, and he's a boxer and a runner. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, let's uh, let's do anybody who comes in today, tomorrow, or Monday. How about the boom price that you're looking at, Mike? We're going to do twenty percent off if they mention Coach Mack. Okay, let's do it. Twenty percent. All right. Twenty percent off the already best price in town. Off the already best price. That can't be twenty percent off the advertised special that I'm going to give you. And I'm a little rusty at this, so if I trip on myself, Jay, pick me up. You got okay. it. Tom. Yeah, You're yeah, doing yeah. great. Keep yeah, it don't, rolling. Don't go too crazy, Tom. Remember, two months ago, I had a tube down my throat. That's and I couldn't right. talk. <laughs> so we're going to do a price that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. And that is a king split head up, foot up, adjustable bed with really nice, really nice memory foam mm-hmm. uh-huh. mattresses. I've only got two of them. So that means... I've got four pieces, so two full beds. We're going to do it at last year's crazy price. This year, they're up 500 bucks because there's a supply problem yeah, all over the world. We're going to do two beds, complete king size, split adjustables. First come, first serve, 1999 bucks. Wow. Boom. And I've heard you go look at them now. They're like 5200 oh, yeah. to 5900 Absolutely. Wow. So we're going, give me that price again. $1,999. But you will not get it unless you mention my hero right here, Coach Mack. Do that. Hey, $1,999. Mack special. That is boom. Boom. Oh, yeah. All right. Take advantage of it. We're talking Utah, USC. Coming up next, live at the warehouse, 1825 South. I tell you what, it's so good to have Tom in here. Oh, man, that was the best. I've been waiting to get that boom. Hey, Tom, Tom gave away the whole store. Yes, he did. <laughs> He's back, the deals. Baby. We love it. We'll talk to more with Tom, hopefully, coming up. Stay tuned. 97.5, 1280. All these people.